Thursday morning, McMonagle here with you. Welcome to Thursday. I got you for the first five hours of the day. That's right, a five-hour midnight ride till 5 a.m. We got a ton of people on the other side there. We got Fleeks, we got Carlos, Connor still hanging around. Someone will answer the phone if you call it at 877-337-6666. I just stood up in the newsroom. And I'm, I must have stood up the wrong way. I am cramping on my left side. Like, you cannot believe I can hardly breathe. We're going to have fun in this open, baby. Woo! I don't know what I did. <laughs> I'm in pain. Connie, you want to do the open? He's not listening. Nobody's listening. All right, let's go. It's baseball season, baby. Yeah, there's football news, and we'll get to Aaron Rodgers, and I suppose we still have a football season. But you know what? We're starting. Finally, we got some baseball news, and thank you to the Mets for getting it going. We'll get to the Yankees in a second, and at least there, there, there's some speculation and a little more every day. But today, the Mets actually signed someone, and it's someone we all know and love. Luis Severino is no longer a New York Yankee, but he is a New York Met. One year, $13 million dollars. They also went out and got Joey Wendell for $2 million. But let's focus on Severino for a second because I'm very, I'm confused by anyone who has a problem with this deal. I'm confused by it. Right, look, I understand it's the first deal. I get it. So Met fans, like I understand you're pumped. You, 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 a lot of talk about Yamamoto. Evan's going on all day today talking about Otani, and he's 100% right. The Mets should absolutely be on Otani. We'll get to that later in the show. So you're expecting some big moves, right? Despite the fact that you heard, you know, different kind of takes at the trade deadline about maybe not, you know, being as star-studded or as many people will predict us to win the World Series this year or whatever. You know who you have. You have an owner that has more money than anyone in the sport, and you have a core of a team that did win 101 games a couple years ago, and you're expecting Yamamoto, you're expecting big moves, you're expecting this team to revamp its rotation, and in a way they did, but it's not the sexy way you wanted it to. And earlier in the day when the the Yankee news came out, obviously the famous Sal rant already the, uh, that happened yesterday, where the Yankees are being talked about with Soto and names being discussed. And then the thing is, well, the Mets are working on someone who's not a superstar. Great. Well, you know what? This is what you get when you have the richest owner in baseball. You can do moves like this. This is a terrific move for the New York Mets. A one-year, $13 million deal for Severino is exactly the kind of thing you can throw at this rotation, at the back end of the rotation, and see if it sticks. And if it doesn't, buy. $13 million is nothing. It's nothing for the Mets. No, this isn't the Pittsburgh Pirates with $13 million and a Luis Severino is the number two man in the rotation. And if they want to even compete into the All-Star break, they're going to need him to be great. That's not what this is. This is a guy who's pitched in the city and pitched for, you know, the New York Yankees and pitched in the postseason. Uh, unfortunately, not not his best work. And I understand what he's coming off of, which is a miserable, disgusting, horrible year. 
That was such a free, uh, scouts still think that pitching, uh, that tipping his pitches was involved. This is what you got for thirteen million dollars. You got the upside of possibly having an ace-like pitcher to go into this rotation that right now you have none. You don't have a rotation. You have Senga, um, Quintana, and that's it. And now you bring in a guy who, if he does find a way to work himself back in, which, by the way, I absolutely think that the ERA of last year is an anomaly. I think he's a good pitcher. He's been a good pitcher every time. Like I've, I'm a Yankee fan, you know, and I've watched every single one of Severino's starts. Little, I've, I've, I've literally watched every single Severino start. This is a excellent pitcher. He's been an excellent pitcher his whole career. He's been hurt, and that's something you cannot rely on. Two hundred innings. This is not a guy that the Mets can say. And I know when you look at the back end of this rotation. And you throw it at these kind of one-year deals. You want to do or what people think you should do is something like what the Cardinals have done with like Lance Lynn and Gibson. Like, okay, not great. Five ERAs, but you know you're getting innings. Severino is not that guy. Severino is not the inning guy. Severino is not someone you can just throw in the back of the bullpen, uh, back of the rotation, throw him fifth in the rotation. You know going to get four or five innings out of him every night, and he's going to start every fifth day. That's not what he is. I'm much more concerned about the injury factor than I am the poor pitching. This is a good quality pitcher. He is going to figure it out. If he is healthy for the Mets and he throws upwards of 160, 170 innings, you just paid $13 million for the best three starter in baseball. I honestly believe that's on the table for Luis Severino. He still throws 97, 98 miles an hour. He still has good stuff. And... I just I these are the kind of moves that you benefit of having the richest owner in baseball because it's it's absolutely nothing if it fails. This can't be the move. If this is the addition to the rotation, it's a disastrous offseason. And the Mets are in a ton of uh, trouble, but you know that they're not. Reports are already out there now. They are locked into Yamamoto. You know it, we know it. We've talked about it forever. They are locked in. They are adding to this rotation. This is just the first. And whenever the first is underwhelming, you know, very much like for Mets fans, Chris Young a handful of years ago. They, Chris Young, as soon as they can, they get, you know, the light-hitting outfielder Chris Young. It's like, oh, great, why did we rush to get Chris Young? Why are we rushing to get Severino? I'm not sure what the market was for Severino, $13 million. You know, maybe does sound a bit steep for someone who hasn't pitched hardly ever over the last three or four years and had an ERA upwards of six and a half, seven last year. But this is the exact type of guy that you know can pitch in this market. And when he's right, this is a star pitcher. This is a stud pitcher. Make no mistake about it. And even last year, despite the results, the the numbers and the the stuff is still there. So for Met fans, if you're if you're, you know, upset about this today, if you think $13 million for Severino's too much, then you don't get it then you don't get it. If you think this is a bad contract, yeah, it may turn out to be. Who cares? That's the best part of having this owner. You can have bad contracts, and it doesn't hurt you. Welcome. This is what it's all about. You have this owner with superpowers who can go out and, and spend for better for better prospects and trades. No one does that. 
Being this rich and having the richest owner in baseball is about these type of deals. That's what it's about. I know it's the first one, so it doesn't seem sexy. And you're still waiting for Yamamoto, and you're hearing, like the report today is the Yankees are top of the list for Yamamoto, that he pref- that he's kind of leaning towards the Yankees, whatever stupid reports you hear. And they're g- getting names with Soto, and that's what we're going to get to next. Like, while they're exchanging names with San Diego with, with Soto, but, the you know, the Mets here did something exactly what they should do. These are the type of deals. Who wants Lance Lynn? Who wants some of these underwhelming pitchers? Could you have gone out and gone, gotten Sonny Gray for three years and $80 million or whatever it would have taken to bring Sonny Gray here? And what would you know about him? Like, yeah, he's been, you know, he was, he was great last year and he's been good everywhere else. He's been bad in this market. These are the type of deals that are perfect for the Mets. You still have to go out and do more, but Severino is, and plus, like, if you feel like you're getting the the throwaways of the New York Yankees, that's ridiculous. And as a Yankee fan, I wish Severino well. God bless him. I hope he pitches well for the New York for the for the Mets. I have no issue with Severino leaving. I would have given him this deal. I, honestly, if the Yankees signed Severino to a one year, thirteen million dollar deal, the only caveat knowing that Hal Steinbrenner doesn't spend, or I know he cannot spend. The way Steve Cohen does, that would have bothered me, so I wouldn't have liked it this early because it would make me feel what I think some Met fans are feeling. Like, here comes the underwhelming. Here's here's what we know is going to happen. Forget Yamamoto. This is the kind of deals we're having. Prepare yourself to be completely underwhelmed, Met fans. Like, this means nothing to what the Mets are about to do. Nothing. You know who they're on. on. The Yankees, this would have scared me if this is the first move because now it's like, all right, well, they're, they don't they do not do this without putting him in the rotation. So he's a hundred, he's locked into a rotation spot. You know, they've already got a couple of guys who are locked into a rotation spot. Unless they trade for Soto with, with one of these pitchers, you know, they're locked into, like, are they adding another pitcher here? Maybe not. Like, that would be my fear as a Yankee fan. The Mets have no such fear. You have no fears. No fears. Should they be in on Yamamoto? Absolutely, I think they are. Should they be in on Otani? 100%. It makes no sense not to be. We haven't really talked about it much because intentionally the Otani market is ice cold and silent because he doesn't want the slightest news to get out. I have no idea what's going on with Otani. At least we hear about Yamamoto. We hear about different things. Otani, I have no idea. But if if Steve Cohen isn't in there all in on Otani, giving the most money and offering a monster contract to him. I don't know what the hell he's doing. This is why he's here. This is why you have this owner. But the Severino deal is the exact type of thing Met fans should be looking at. You should be thrilled with this. It can't be the only thing, but what in the world makes you think it will be? Like, just pessimism is the only thing that could make you think that the Mets are done in in the the pitching market or that you're going to get more of the same. They are at the top of the market. This is this is an example of, you know, this isn't someone who's stable. This isn't a guy that you you, you the who's a middle of the rotation locked in going to give you 200 innings. This is a flyer. This is a hey, if things work out, we have a arguably the best third man in the rotation, fourth man in the rotation in baseball if things work out. And if not, because we know we're doing more. This isn't an indication of this will be an underwhelming offseason. This is an indication of, hey, I don't need 
Severino isn't a Severino isn't a lock to be in the rotation. Severino isn't the kind of guy you know that they're now giving a rotation spot to and lock it up. This is a flyer. I feel better about the idea they're confident they're going deeper and better into the pitching market now that Severino's here. I feel better about it if I'm a Met fan. So that's the Met news today, and then obviously the Yankee news. I've told you, bring Juan Soto here. I don't care how it happens, right? So today, the news of uh, the the morning was, as I woke up to it, I'm in and out of sleep, and I couldn't go back to sleep because I got all Juan Soto excited. It's probably why I'm cramping. I didn't get a good night's sleep or good afternoon sleep in this weird new schedule I have. It's why my left side is throbbing right now, and I can't turn to my left. But obviously the rumor is they've progressed so deep into the trade talks, they are now giving, they are exchanging names. And obviously it seems as though the Padres have started with the likes of Dominguez and Volpe. And here's what I'll say on it. Because I want Dominguez, I want Soto here more than anything I've ever wanted as a Yankee fan. I'm not kidding. I wanted, just in recent history, well, maybe besides Judge. You need a Judge back. Besides bringing back Aaron Judge, I don't think I've ever wanted anything more in my life as a Yankee fan. I don't, I don't, or any other free agent, any non-Yankee. I, I, I wanted Cole. I didn't want him this bad. I wanted CC Sabathia. Knew they needed him. I didn't want him this bad. He is the perfect fit for this team. He's exactly what they need. He's 25 years old. He is the perfect fit. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If he gets traded and it's not to the New York Yankees, I will scream to the high heavens that they are a joke of a franchise. This is the one guy they need. I'd love Yamamoto. I'd love him. I think they're in on him. I think they got a better than 50-50 chance to get him. I really do. If they don't get him, I'm not going to scream. I'd love to add more bats. I I think Bellinger is someone they should be in on, at least in the peripheral of the conversation, see where it goes. His dad played here, may be willing to come here, figure it out, fine. If they don't get Bellinger, you won't hear me say a peep. As long as they get Juan Soto, it's the one guy they desperately need. And if they are going to be talking about, we all knew the idea that it was going to take a couple of hundred, top hundred prospects was laughable. That's absolutely laughable. You knew it was going to take legitimate players. This San Diego team gave up their entire farm system for Juan Soto. And while, yes, they need to move on from him, yes, they want to get under this uh, you know, last rung of the luxury tax and their payroll is way too high and it's it would be too much magic to, to work to figure it out without trading Juan Soto. So you know they have to move him. That doesn't mean they're going to give him away. And someone is going to pay for him. He's one of the top five, six hitters in all of baseball and he's just turned 25 years old. So you knew it was going to take a lot. Volpe is out of the question. I don't think it's going to take Volpe. I don't think it's going to necessarily take Dominguez. But I don't even think you can discuss Volpe. They've made a decision on this kid being the future of the franchise. We'll see what he is. He's won a gold glove. He's a young, talented shortstop. They've passed on all these big primetime shortstops for this kid. I believe in him. I don't even think Volpe's on the table. Dominguez, however, as much as I love Jason Dominguez and as much as I want to see him patrolling center field for the next 10, 15 years in a New York Yankee uniform, I have no idea what he's going to be. 
If he's half the player of Juan Soto, I'd consider the Yankees lucky. And I know it's a one-year rental, so that's the only thing. That's the only that's I mean, at some point you probably still do it, but if I could get assurances in some way that Juan Soto is open to an extension without hitting free agency, then I absolutely put Dominguez on the table. I'm not opposed to moving on from Dominguez to get Juan Soto. That's how special Juan Soto is. That's how good he is. He's 25 years old. He is he he has a better understanding of the strike zone than almost any other hitter in the sport. And I have no idea what Jason Dominguez is going to be. I know he hit his first home run on his first, you know, the first pitch he ever swung at against Verlander, and it's great. And he had a nice little run here. He's already had an injury, and I have no idea what Jason Dominguez is going to be. And there are certain people and certain guys that you just have to do what you have to do to bring here. I don't think it takes Dominguez, but at the end of the day, I don't know if I have the gumption to say no to Juan Soto because of Dominguez. I just don't know if I have it. I just don't know if I have it. And if they do that, then you bet your ass the New York Yankees better pony up and be ready to pony up and pay $500 million to keep Soto here. Because if you trade Dominguez and he goes to the Mets or he goes to the Dodgers or he goes to the Texas Rangers or he goes wherever next year in free agency, it's an out-and-out disaster. So you know if they trade Dominguez in this package – they are keeping Juan Soto. But at least we got some baseball here. 877-337-6666. The Mets make a couple of small-time moves, but it's proof for me, further proof, that they are ready to attack Yamamoto, attack the top of this free agency, and try and fix their rotation, not the other way around. And the Yankees and Juan Soto, I'm buying in. I listen to Keith driving in. Don't believe the hype. Sorry, Keith. I'm buying it. The Yankees are getting Juan Soto. I hope it doesn't take Dominguez. I can't rule it out, though. I'm struggling with it. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. We're just hearing this. Now. We're just exchanging names now. We're just in the feel-out process. So give me a minute to wrap my mind around it. But it's hard for me because of how great Juan Soto is to exclude anyone. It's very difficult. It's very hard to have just the idea of getting a call from the San Diego Padres and any name being like, yeah, no, that, that can't work. It's very difficult for me. I want Juan Soto. He's perfect. They need him. 877-337-6666. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers as a new window has opened. Does that mean a door is closed somewhere? I'm not sure. I think that's what they say. Or is it the, if a door closes, a window opens? Is it Does it work the other way? If a window opens, is a door closed? I don't know. Is it like, you know, is March in like a lion, out like a lamb, vice versa too? I've always wondered that. I don't know. 877-337-6666. We'll get to that. And something else that's bothering me. There is something. There is a rumor out in baseball that is everything wrong. And it's our, one of our nemesis as a Yankee fan. And it's driving me nuts. Someone's out trying to ruin baseball and I don't like it. 